Welcome back to Nortex Radio, episode 18, uh, January 2nd, watching Sunday Night Football, Packers beating the Vikings. Not a pretty day for the Cowboys, uh, 25-22 loss to fucking Cardinals. Um, where do you want to start? Nothing much good to come from this one. Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, <clears throat> overly exciting news to talk about. Um, obviously, I say we start there, and uh, we were just talking about kind of what we thought about the game. So we might as well start early and talk talk to the talk to our fellow North Texans about it. <laughs> yeah, right out of the gate, uh, Miss Fogel, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Something we've seen all year. Now I'm a little worried. Is this yeah. going to happen in the playoffs? Is it, are we going to lose by less than three points in the playoffs? We were eating lunch when Zerlin missed that field goal. And some guy just yelled out. He was like, um, he was like sitting a couple tables down uh, with a couple other people. And he was like, what the fuck did the Cowboys get rid of Dan Bailey? Like that early in the game, like I wasn't, I was just like, oh, I mean, that's kind of funny. And then like, as the game went on, I was like, fuck. We needed those. <laughs> Shit. Guy, yeah, was, fucking... guy was on to something. God, it's so bad. Um, yeah, I've, I'm afraid that if, hopefully it's an if, hopefully we'll win the whole fucking thing. But if we get beat in the playoffs, we're probably going to lose by less than three points, and that terrifies the shit out of me. That's very scary to think about. With like, with good reason. Like, you, like you have good reason to be terrified. Yeah, like, like kicking a like forty yard field goal at home. That, yeah, that should be easy. should be automatic. But no, we're, we're like, no. you know what? Fourth down, we'll go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Dak. Stats don't look bad. 24 for 38, 226, three TDs, but didn't seem all there. Um, and maybe some more credit to Arizona's defensive line. I mean, there's fucking 50 tip balls at the line. Yeah. I mean, we, we weren't making a pass line of scrimmage. They were knocking everything down, which led to some turnovers. Yeah, he looked uh, – I mean, I watched probably the greater majority of the game, and – um, then we kind of started moving around, getting ready to go to the Mavs game. But he kind of just what we, I guess, doubled down on what we've said the last couple of weeks. Like, it just seems like something, something's not firing right. Head to decision to arm to, I mean, I don't know if you call it slow. I don't know if you call it sluggish. It just, it seems like there's one little nanosecond in his head that's off on some of these plays and it oh, doesn't yeah. make the decisions that we're always used to him making. Yeah. And fuck half them tip balls. I mean, Buda Baker played his ass off. He was in every fucking play. It seemed like. Yeah. But, fun fact. He was available when we drafted taco Charlton. That's depressing to think about. Mm. <laughs> I saw that earlier. And that's Buda uh, and TJ. Yep. That'll make yep. You sick. Yep. <laughs> if anybody wanted this weekend to get, any worse as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. 
penalties, penalties, yellow flags, every fucking play. Uh, talking about tip balls. If they weren't fucking tipping it, we were holding them. Yeah. Um, and 10 shocked me. I thought we had more than 10. 10 actually seemed like a low number to me, but 10 penalties for 88 yards. But it seemed like every time there was an important play, we moved the ball on third down, flag. Every fucking time. Speaking of third downs, three for 11. Not fucking good. We got to do it. No, never. Especially when they go seven for 16, which still isn't even great on their side. But three for 11, hard to win ball games unless you're scoring on the first fucking play every drive. And then last bullshit that I have fucking marked down. 45 rushing yards. Yeah, that's what I had. I don't I don't have a whole lot of notes um, about the game, but that was the one big one that I have. Our that's quarterback led rushing yards for us today with 20. That is fucking yeah. terrible. And I don't even know who to fucking blame. Was, we were, were a polar opposite team than what we were last week. Yep. Last week, everybody was on the same page. Nobody could fucking stop us this week. And I don't want to hear that, oh, it's because we're playing a better team. You could see it on them last week compared to this week. This week, they everybody just looked like yeah. zombies out there. Like, they just didn't fucking care. Seemed kind of lost. Like, why did you do that? Where last week, everybody was wanting to be the guy to make the play. This week, is just Cedric Wilson, Dalton Schultz. Might be the only two I say, hey, good fucking game. Yeah. Everybody else is like, shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even though he had a TD catch, like what you're describing, it's just ex- exactly what I was thinking during the whole game every time the camera cut to Amari Cooper. Yeah. Like he just like, – he had this look on his face. Like uh, there was one play – I don't remember if it was just second or third down. He like – Dove for a ball, was a little off his hands, tipped it. And then, like, after that, like, he was just like, I could give a shit. Like, and it was yeah. just written all over his face, written all over, like, his attitude. Um, so, I mean, I, I agree. Yes, Zeke, you know, one reception, nine rushes. Like, yeah, it's just, like you said, the quarterback leads the team in rushing yards with 20. Yep, fucking whopping 20. So, uh, yeah, definitely not what you want to see this late into the season, especially against the team that we're probably going to play. Oh, yeah. In the first round of the playoffs. So, yeah, after losing today, there's a very good chance we meet them in two weeks. So, that's that's great to think about. Um, I guess the silver lining is it is somehow we still only lost by three points and we missed a field goal. So, we rolled the dice and GZ makes a field goal. Yeah. Right, and we, and we didn't play well, and we still should have won the game. Yeah. Fuck. I don't really have much else. That's how fucking terrible that game was. I mean, we hit everything important. Not much yeah. good. Hold yeah, on. Was not. Ball. Quit getting flags. Let, let play is play. Is that what you – Right, let plays yep. play out. Yeah, yeah. We, I guess, we left out that big thing. Our time management. 
We still don't know. I mean, <laughs> we, we didn't take them with us. I mean, we've bitched about taking them with us. So I, mean, <laughs> I guess he listened. But we burned one. He did listen. On a fucking field goal, extra point. I think it was a field goal. Yeah. And they had Kyler and their kicker out there. And their kicker was lined up at wide out. And we call a timeout. Like, it, what, are, is he about to run a route on us? Is that what we're fucking worried about? That's why we're calling timeout? Or is he kicking from the numbers? Like, what the fuck are you worried about right now? Well, we yeah. waste that timeout. Then we have to play at the end where ball clearly comes out. We should have the ball with about probably, I think, around 70 yards to go with 240 left on the clock. Ball is clearly out, clear recovered by us. Official rules him down instead of letting the play play out, then going back and fixing it instead of blowing it fucking dead. I hate that shit about sports. If if there's questionable call, let it fucking ride. You can always come back and fix it, but if you blow it dead, it's fucking dead. Yeah. So let that fucking play go. But no, official blows it dead. We don't have any fucking timeouts, so we can't challenge it. It's not within two minutes. First down, next play by Kyler. Neil ball, fucking ball game. Yeah, I think I just, we were talking about it the other day in the Tennessee, the bowl game. They they did the same shit there. And they did like, I mean, granted, it's two completely different entities, but it's just like it's such a common occurrence yeah. across the sport now. And like, like you said, like that Tennessee wins that game. Right. Yep. He's in the end zone. And they're like, oh no, well, the the referee. The the whistles, the whistles doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, the whistles are relevant because the referee had already ruled that as Ford. What? Like, what? Yeah. Ex- someone explain to me how you're going to say the whistle is irrelevant in football. In any like, sport that has a whistle. In my head, I just see some, like, water boyish type scene where someone <laughs> blows a whistle and then someone just fucking drop kicks a quarterback in the side of the head. And they're like, I oh, didn't whistles are relevant. I didn't know the play was dead. Yeah, whistles are relevant. <laughs> so that, that's fucking that shit bleeds over today. I mean, like you that that's the other thing I don't it's it's not like there haven't been plays before where officials converge together and say, Hey, this is this is what I think happened. Hey, I I couldn't see it. Hey, this is what it is. Hey, okay, now we make a rule. Yeah. Like and yeah, I mean, to me, it's much easier to say, especially as obvious as that was, fumble, recovered by the defense, and then you go back and change that and say he's down, as opposed yeah. to saying, oh, no, he's down, the play was over, then he fucking coughed up the ball. and like, Yeah. It, it's much easier to say it the first way, go back and review the play, and then say, oh, no, actually, which I feel like is what we've seen the majority of our lives. Like, that's yeah. – everybody that's watched football, we've always seen the, oh, ball came out. All right, let's go back and look. Oh, nope, he is actually down. Yeah. And then just today, we just happened to fucking flip the script completely. Right. Yeah, we're done doing it that way. And it happened to be against us. What the fuck? Yeah, that was, a, that was just icing on the cake. It was shitty fucking game. Like yeah. I said, not, not much good to come out. Um. We haven't got to play hockey in a while. No. No, not at all, man. Not since the 20th. Good God. <laughs> yeah. And what even makes it worse is, like, 
seems like everyone else has gotten to play hockey. Yeah, everybody's playing hockey. Yeah, yeah. We're we're up to eleven players and three staff members <sighs> protocol right now. Uh, today's game, I believe, was against, supposed to be against Arizona. Postponed. Uh, we're scheduled to play Thursday now versus Florida. We don't know if that's going to happen. I'm not holding yeah. my breath. I'm not going to mark down that it's going to happen. That I'm date not. is still that date is still available that evening. And everything the the other thing with that is like everything with hockey related, like reporting, roster moves, injuries, stuff like that. Like it's so much different than all the other sports. That shit is kept so tight knit. Oh, like yeah. anytime there's an injury in hockey, upper body injury, lower body injury. Like, and, and that's all you get. That's all you hear. Like, same thing with this. Like, uh, 11 players in health and safety protocol. All right. Games are being postponed. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Like, what? There's yeah. no, like, it's just their fucking plan. So, that's, like, you can, you can hop on Twitter right now and be like, hey, what's going on with the fucking Dallas Stars? And even the fucking Dallas Morning News articles. Are like, uh, yeah, eleven players in health and safety, and uh, we postpone another game. But see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, so not much. There's, there's not much for them to say. Not shit for like. There's nothing to talk about hockey wise. Like, we're no. literally still in the exact same place in the division. Like, it feels like it's been like this is maybe like the second, third episode since we played Minnesota. I, yeah, like. So, I mean, fuck. That's shout out hockey and baseball for just yeah freeze. Winter Classic was cool. It was cool, but yeah. There, there's our hockey news. Yep. Uh, beautiful inside the ballpark. That was a beautiful fucking setting. Yeah. And then the cold-ass temperatures did make it kind of cool, but glad I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was I, – I saw – People pouring out beers and they were freezing. Yeah, it was just, it, it looked super cool. Um, we love going to hockey games, but I'm glad that we are not a Minnesota based podcast. Yeah. We're used we to... would have, we would have had to not bitched out. We would have had to go to that. Oh, we had 100% into that. <laughs> it would have been terrible. So, being a Texas podcast too, we've never seen beers freeze. We Correct. Have, we have to drink ours within five minutes or they're hot. Yes. Correct. <laughs> the only time I've seen beer freeze is when I was in a hurry to drink it. So I put it in the freezer, but then I just started drinking room temperature beers and forgot about that one. Got drunk. Forgot about the beer <laughs> that I put in the freezer. So, We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about as relatable to the winter classic as we're going to be able to. Get. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we play Thursday. If we get back on schedule, we play against uh, Saturday first Pittsburgh, and then Sunday might be before or after our episode uh, at St. Louis. Um, basketball, we're playing better. Yeah, with uh, without Luca until tonight, but uh, you went to tonight's game. We'll, we'll get there here in a second. We had three games before that. Uh, Monday. 132 to 117 win over Portland. Wednesday, 95-94 loss at Sacramento on a fucking buzzer beater that sucked ass wide yeah. open corner. Fuck that one. That one hurt. 
especially staying up late on a fucking West Coast game to just lose like that. Yeah, I caught the – I would say probably the whole second half and maybe like the end-ish of the second quarter. And, yeah, that one that one was rough. That was rough. That's like fucking staying up when the Rangers are playing the Angels. It's 1230 in the morning and extras and the Angels hit a walk-off. You're like, yep, shouldn't have stayed up for this. That Fuck. sucked. <laughs> I could have been sleeping for the last two fucking hours. Yep. <clears throat> By the end of Friday, played them again. 112.96, ass whooping. Uh, fuck, I mean, they look good. My two two big guys coming from those three games, uh, Porzingis and Jalen. Uh, KP averaged 33 minutes, eight boards, uh, just under five assists per game with 27 points. Jalen had 33 minutes, uh, just under four rebounds and under eight assists with 21 points a game. Them two have really took on the role, KP especially. Jalen has played excellent without Luka. Yeah. Um, he has tried to put the team on his back and only do so much. But KP this last week has definitely stepped up, probably even to the week before, in, hey, I got to do better. I got to create more. And he's he's been way more aggressive. You can definitely fucking see it on the film and on the stats. Yeah, but then, I uh... – <clears throat> I agree. I mean, what do you say? He was in like this weird role tonight. Like he didn't play, but he was suited up. And it was he was I don't ever think he was completely ruled out because he was completely suited up. Really? But he like I I mean, he didn't warm up with the team. So I don't it was, it was very weird. Like he came out questionable <clears throat> before the game started. And then I mean he came out, he had a shooting shirt on, everything like that, but there was never once a, like he didn't even play a minute. So I wonder I why you would what, suit him up. I don't, that's what I didn't understand. Like I was looking down towards the end of the bench and he would sit in the middle of the bench with, you know, just the green retro, like same shit everybody else wore out. So. Yeah. Probably damn. No that's fucking weird. idea. Yeah, I don't. I have, I have no idea. It was, it was weird. Um, up until tonight, I mean, I think he's, he's been hot. He has been, we talked big about role players, the numbers that you put out there. He's, he's filled the shoes. Like Luca, oh, yeah. Luca has been out for a month, I think close to a month. Yep. Um, and I'll be completely honest. Like he, he came back tonight. I think he looked terrible. Uh, it's crazy that we can say that because he still was, like one one rebound shot of a triple double, yeah, no shit. But he just seemed looked terrible. <laughs> like he looked like shit. So I guess we have that luxury of having no a player sit here and be like, "Oh, he looked like shit." He's one rebound shot of a triple double. But <laughs> we uh, need you to do more. Yeah, um, but I, I Jalen looked good. Uh, his numbers weren't great, but. Um, Another, I mean, it's another 30-minute game for him, um, which is kind of nice. Just – I told you about – I don't know. I texted you some point in the game, and I was like, this is just – it is a very uneventful game. The Thunder suck. Like, <clears throat> when I saw the injury reports for both teams, like, is – I mean, is amazing. They, they literally – they didn't play – 
I mean, there's no Shea for them, no Darius Baisley. Uh, Lou Dort was out. Like, I was like, holy shit, man. Um, Giddy goes and has a good game, but it was such a just such a simple game that, like, I even the people, I promise you, the people at the Paycom Center didn't even know that Giddy was tracking the youngest triple double ever. Good Lord. Like, I promise you, no one was keeping tabs on that. <laughs> so, that's, that always I mean, sucks when you, when you play at a, at a bad team, which, I mean, we know the Thunder's going to be good in a few years with all their fucking first-round draft picks. But I feel like that's just a common thing. Like, when teams are sucking in any sport and you go to their place and you're just like, oh, yeah, I mean, we got season tickets, so we're here to get drunk. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the it was dead, man. Pay, the Paycom Center was, and this is like, I'm, this isn't a jab at the Thunder. This isn't a jab at Thunder fans. Like it's cold as shit. It's twenty degrees outside. I get it, but it was dead. Like it was just, it's like six o'clock on the holiday Sunday before everyone starts going back to work, going back to school. <laughs> like it was just, and the fucking game reflected that. Like, jeez. Except for Marquise Chris, like I mean, he played great. He's yeah. Fucking, he came out of the woodwork, and he's just fucking hitting every fucking shot that he shoots. Like, um, I mean, other there's such a, I don't know, just the whole Sunday, like the Cowboys game, if the exact same way we described the Cowboys game is how the Mavs game was. It's a day full of Sunday scaries. Yeah, that's absolutely. This is the, this is the epitome of Sunday scaries. Like, yeah, fuck. I mean, I guess the only thing that was decent was that the Mavs did win, but – Cowboys play like shit, lose, fucking Stars game, again, postponed. And then a shitty Mavs game, just thank God they won. Yeah, it's day full of Sunday scaries. It's fucking yeah, terrible. I, I mean, this is this is how crazy the Mavs game is. It's – they have a – I think they cut the lead to four with like a minute 22 left. And Maxie Kleber is the one who ices it for us. Holy shit. Like, that's, that's when you know. <laughs> Like, and then, like, immediately after that, it was, like, just three turnovers in a row by each team. Like, it was just like, Good God. What, what the fuck? So. We just want to go home. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> we, we, I mean, we finally just left, like, 20 seconds left. I was like, so this isn't going to change. It's just Dorian Finney-Smith couldn't hit a fucking shot. He had the most wide-open looks from three. I think he was, like, two of eight, two of ten, something like that. Fucking just no one – Luca had seven turnovers. Like it was obvious. Like I, I told you early in the game. Like he looked sloppy. He was making dumb decisions. He looked like he didn't know what he was doing. So, so Sunday scary man. Scary Sunday. <laughs> Shit. Well, scary KP thing Sunday. <laughs> KP. I guess they they were talking about resting, which apparently they did. Uh, we're gonna need him, especially. Uh, Tomorrow, we got Denver. We got a big boy coming to town. So, KP, yeah. KP probably needed the night off. He's probably a good call for it. But yeah. then Wednesday, we got Golden State. And then Friday, we go to Houston. That will round out our week with Mavs. But, yeah, guarantee that's why KP said today, let him rest because the Joker is coming. Yeah. Yeah, good game for it. I mean, Moses Brown, he, he hustled during his – whatever he was in, 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, it was, it was definitely like, like I said, I mean, Marquise Chris played fucking lights out. So if you have him playing that role where KP was like, that's, that's nice. It was, oh, it yeah. was nice to, to have that. And like you said, be able, you know, to rest him and go up against Djokovic. What's, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Joker. Joker. Nikola. <laughs> so. Yep. Well, on the Rangers, we still don't have shit. We're still locked out. Um, I text Connor today. Figured we got we got a top five draft pick next year. We actually have the number three pick. I figured we could hit on a top prospect for next year's draft just to get ready for the draft. Anybody's worried about it? Um, because we have no fucking news. But we'll give you one a week to lock out ends or something. Um. The number one prospect this year is Drew Jones from Wesleyan High School in Georgia. Six foot four, 180 pounds, throws right, hit right, dominant outfielder. Um, just won perfect games, gold glove defensive man of the year. Um, didn't find much stats, but yeah, you just won a gold glove out of like everybody. I mean, everyone's not big leagues, but everybody. Yeah. Might have got that from his daddy. If you don't know his daddy is Andrew Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta Braves is. legend. And had a year with the Rangers. Yeah. Also, if you have a Hall of Fame vote and you listen yeah. to the North Tech Sports Podcast, uh, we already know that Clem probably deserves to have a vote in that because um, all you sons of bitches keep wasting your votes. But not uh, voting on anybody. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jones' name is on there. That's uh, that says something. Yeah, and now Andrew Jones Jr. is number one prospect in the draft, so we probably won't see him at number three. But you never know; shit can happen. Uh, man, I watched some videos on him. Uh, his defense did look good. I mean, he looked so smooth with it. Looked like his dad out there, big, tall, lanky boy. Um, looked like he had good plate vision. What I love the most. His swing looked so smooth, but his hips looked phenomenal. As weird as that sounds, if you're a baseball person, you know what the fuck you're Here for about. it. Here for he it. throws his fucking hips so well, and it makes the rest of his body look so effortlessly when he keeps his hands back that he's just slapping the shit out of the ball. Looks like he doesn't swing hard at all, but the ball is launching off his fucking bat. Um, Similar like to someone else in his family. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the way the way he swung looked just like his dad. He just he's still a young pup. He's a high schooler. He hadn't put on that big boy weight yet. But yeah, swung just like his dad, moved like his dad. Good reason he could go number one overall. Could fall three, but I don't think he will. But there's your first prospect of the MLB draft. Since we're gonna be a third overall, we'll, we should get somebody good out of it. Yeah, for sure. I think uh we looked at that list earlier. There's five of the top ten are outfielders. And oh, yeah. uh, I, de- I definitely wouldn't mind being in the market. Uh, yeah. Someone, especially, um, you know, we got Cole Calhoun on a one-year deal, but um, someone to build up um, and maybe we see in three, four, five years playing the outfield with Adola still. Oh, so yeah. he's still a young guy. He's, he's yeah. a – that's – 
some there's there's still times I have to remind myself like just because some of these players are great, they're still young as shit. Oh yeah, like and Adolis Garcia is one of them. So yeah, we go get one of these top outfielders, like you said, because I mean, fuck, our infield's pretty much loaded. Yeah, for the next, unless we do something crazy for first base, our infield's locked up for at least the next four years, if not five. Yeah. Once Jung comes up at third. Yep. So, I mean, our infield's fucking solid, and then our infield is loaded with prospects. So, I mean, baseball is weird. You're not getting a guy for the next year to step into a role immediately. So, it is kind of you want to really take the best player, but where we're at as a franchise, fuck. Can't ever have too many pitchers, but definitely be staring them outfielders down pretty hard. Yeah. And this is also like we're – I mean, every franchise gets a little taste of it, but we're we're one of the franchises being talked about right now in all of Major League Baseball as seeing this trickle effect over, yep. over this year. Um, you know, the big thing, Jung's going to come up. Jung's going to play, like we talked about. We're going to manipulate his service time, but we're going to see him this year. We're going to see oh, him yeah. consistently this year. Um, and then as we progress through this, even if you don't count the Simeon and the Seeger signing this offseason, like – our farm system is loaded with middle infielders. Loaded. Oh, like, that's dumb. We oh, have yeah. tons, tons of potential in the middle infield. So, um, the other thing we always talk about, if if our middle infield stays locked up like it is, well, I mean, that's trade capital for us. Yep. So, um, it, it's good to have. And like you said, it is different if you don't follow baseball. If you haven't followed baseball for longer than a season, it it definitely takes a ton of time and energy and understanding. But like you said, like we're whoever we draft this year, we're not going to see next year. We're probably not going to see the year after that. But there's a whole system in play to it. So, oh yeah, it's, uh, you know, everyone says, oh, you know, you guys, you just got blah 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 and blah blah blah. You just made this move. You just made this move. Why are you drafting like this this season? Worst case scenario. That's trade capital for us. Yeah, exactly. Absolute worst case scenario. So it's exciting. It's exciting to get even just thinking about getting back in that direction. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, what, felt, felt good to talk about it. Yeah. I haven't yeah. felt like myself lately. <laughs> yeah, there, there's that baseball tingle. I was in Bricktown, and I was, like, looking at the Oklahoma City Dodger Stadium, and I was like, soon. Just, just it'll Please. all be back soon. Every, everything will be back. Yeah, life will be good. Yeah, your your number one prospect for the draft next year, Drew Jones. If he fell to three, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be upset at all. No complaints here. Weather's uh, nice. Yeah, hell yeah, Clim- it is. Climate controlled stadium. Bingo. Just and we're going to be good by the time yeah. you're ready. Oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. <sighs> what do you want to do with your Texas Heat? I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. My Lone Star was easy, but I do want to go. Uh, I'm going to go Dak. Are you going Dak? I don't know. I still don't okay. know. It's that bad. I don't. I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I would go Dak, but I don't. Not because of numbers, just because of all of the shit we've talked about now for three weeks in a row it feels like just fuck longer than that if you take out last week yeah been every bit of three if not more yeah so it's all the stuff 
we've talked about just the glitch in the system, the, like, we've seen him play at MVP caliber multiple times. He's not doing that now. And uh, it's, it's the playoffs. Like, it's time for the playoffs. Yeah. So, um, you're, you're a franchise quarterback. We made you a franchise quarterback. We had the whole Dak's got to get paid um, in the offseason, got the big contract. We decided, hey, we're going to roll the dice with you. Nobody else. There's not, not anyone else. Cooper Rush, not going to be the guy. Like, nope. We know that. So, you got – we have to have more, especially – playing in the NFC East, like that's a division that we should win every single year. And we win the division every single year that we'll be in the playoffs every single year. And you have to play like a franchise quarterback. We're going to be playoff in the playoffs and playoff contenders. I like it. Um, I'm going to stay on the offense side. I'm going to go the whole line. Um, I mean, we had so many balls get batted down. Um, we had people in the backfield. We had, what did we say, 47 fucking rushing yards. Uh, mm-hmm. Every time we would come up big on a third down or some shit, we had a holding call. Uh, offensive line, it's, it's – it always feels like the offensive line is not just the root of all evil. It's the root of everything. Good days start at the O-line. Bad days start at the O-line. Um, pretty much Italy been – Toss on over to the fucking defensive side. Offensive line has to have a good day. And, I mean, with all that shit that went on, I mean, you can't get mad at the fumbles. That's not their fault. But that many batted balls, that many holding calls, uh, once we would make big plays, everything starts from there. We got to do better on the offensive line. (sighs) Yeah. Go ahead. Especially after last week. The, the we talked about it last week. We talked about how scary, how um, you know, it made the the Zach Martin joke like, oh, if the worst penalty your offensive line has taken is you know your your fucking all pro guard just trying to eat somebody's lunch, like yeah, and then you get the polar opposite effect this week. So I I definitely like that's the purpose of the hot seat. Is oh yeah, to let you know. Hey, it's, uh, it's on to you this week. So I definitely agree. Um, it's ironic that we had so much praise for them last week, and then we see the polar opposite this week. So, And ever since about halfway through the season, that's kind of the trend we've been on. Yep. We'll be great, or who we praise will be great, and then they'll turn around and shit the bed the next week. Yep. It's – <laughs> bipolar fucking season. I don't know what the hell we're doing. We're great and then we're bad. Podcast, bipolar teams. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, we're at least going to be playing in the playoffs. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'd be sitting a lot prettier in the playoffs if the fucking Baltimore Ravens were worth a shit. Man. Oh, man. Them. Uh, hell, the Jets should have beat the Bucks today. Yeah. And then we should have won. I mean, we. Sunday scaries were a bitch today. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I woke up this morning, did some stuff, flipped on the TV, and the first thing I saw was the Jets game, and I tweeted it. I was like, go Jets, go. That was a yeah. mistake. <laughs> That's a fucking mistake. Yeah, terrible Jets. feeling. 
<laughs> so fucking then I did it with the Ravens too. Yeah. I uh well I hate the Ravens. They're fucking they had the chance to beat Green Bay. They had the this, like I get it. You can everyone can say, oh well, Dallas lost today anyways. You're you're absolutely right, but holy shit. You yeah, know, no shit. You we absolutely should have won today, but it's completely different if Green Bay is not twelve and three, or I guess are thirteen and three now because they're well they're playing tonight. So yeah, but they're up thirty to ten in the fourth. <laughs> okay. So there's your Fuck. there's your number one seed. Fuck. Oh god, that means we got to have to go to Lambeau. Yeah, for the NFC Championship. Fuck. No, actually, probably before then, because we fucking failed. Second round. Yeah. Fuck. It'd be wild. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, Real cold. My Lone Star. I'm going to go with Mr. Cedric Wilson. I'm a big, big Cedric Wilson guy. We praised Cedric earlier in the year. Um, Michael Gallup went down week one. Fucking missed. Five, six weeks. Cedric played his ass off, deserved the fucking ball, deserved his role. Um, was playing well the day before even Michael Gallup was down, but we didn't hit on that. Michael Gallup, uh, Jerry Jones said, is out for the rest of the year with the ACL tear. Um, but Cedric Wilson stepped up. I mean, we fucking saw first Michael Gallup injury. We, we're going to see it again. Uh, that's my lone star. He played his ass off before he got hurt. But then after he got hurt, he even stepped up even more. He's a baller, and I'm happy for him because he won't forever be a cowboy because he's too good to sit behind Amari and CD. He's going to get paid somewhere else eventually, but right now I love him to death. He is a huge number three, a huge fucking weapon that just – it's taking Michael Gallup going down to really get some more extra time. But hate that for Michael, but Cedric Wilson is my fucking lone star playing his ass off. Yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. All the stuff you said there. Um, unfortunately for us, great for him. Um, he's not gonna. I mean, he's not gonna stay here. It's like you said, he's he's not a number four receiver anywhere. Um, so that that's great for him. I'll stick with you, uh, recency bias, and I'll go uh, Marquise Chris. Man, like he, we you hit big on what what the significant the significance was of Porzingis sitting tonight. Um, and we had another big guy that stepped up, filled the role. Yeah. It's only against the thunder. Um, but you hope down the stretch, like players like that can keep filling out those roles when they need to. So, oh, yeah. Um, and he did great. I mean, he, like, he played smart. He made shots. Like he, he didn't come in and try to do too much. And, it really made it seem effortless. I mean, he finished with 15 points, seven rebounds, and he was like three for three from three. Like, damn, hell yeah. Yeah, he, he played like Maxi Kleber thinks he could play. <laughs> hey, we like that. Yeah. I like Maxi Kleber too. <laughs> I mean, he fucking, he fucking iced it tonight. His, his German ass iced it from the top of the key. So I'll give oh, him that. If anybody but, can play with Maxi's confidence and actually play like Maxi thinks, that's correct. Great. Correct. We love that. If Maxi's play ever matches Maxi's confidence, uh, he'll he'll be fucking quadruple modern, double. Yeah, he'll be a modern day Will Chamberlain. <laughs> yeah. 
That's uh, <laughs> no, I like it. I like both of them. I think you like you said, um, said has stepped up, has played a role. Um, we're not going to have that forever because like I totally agree, he's going to go somewhere. He's going to get paid. Um, and then same thing tonight, Marquise Chris. It was all in all, like we've said, it's a scary Sunday. Said, oh yeah, cold as shit in Oklahoma right now. If you're listening to this, you all know that probably. Yep. Um, but it is just a blah, dreary, shitty weekend. Yeah. Uh, to wrap it up, top it off, and to make it worse, uh, everybody knows. If you listen to this, you know sports. If you know half-ass anything about sports, you know a legend passed away. We want to tip our hats to John Madden. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking god to all of us that – if you love football, you love John Madden. Don't give a fuck what you got to say. Yeah. Um, he made – Football was always going to be big, always has been big, but he took it to a whole other level, um, even college. You don't get college, like, without the, like, Madden game. Like, you don't get the NCAA game after the Madden game. Like, he took football as a whole and took it to a whole other level that probably he didn't even know. Right. But, I mean, the dude's an absolute legend. All, the man was football. Gotta yep. love it. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, John Madden, tip of the hat. Same thing with Betty White. Yeah. Uh, fuck, that was detrimental. My my player, too, over there, Lauren, she's just – she is just in shambles. Shitty weekend. She couldn't watch it. Where's eating dinner? Just the news is just everything. Betty White, Betty White. And she's like, I can't watch this shit. So, <laughs> that, that, that's her, John Madden. Yeah, like when in the world is like the guys of the world and the women of the world are just like at the same fuck. time. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. I know what you're going through. Ladies, if you listen, you're not huge on sports. We know you lost your John Madden too. We feel you. Yeah, we're sorry. Well, shit. Uh, that's about all we got for this week. Hopefully, uh, Next Sunday ain't so scary and be a little bit better. Yep, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, I think Garrett Cole is a ghost uh, or a vampire. Sorry, not a ghost. I saw another picture of him on Twitter. Looks like he doesn't age. Looks like he kills other humans and only comes out at night. So, uh, <laughs> he's right there with the Jones that. family. You're right there with the Jones family. It's creepy. Um, I think he's a vampire. All right. We will have more on that next week. Yep, hopefully hockey comes back. So stick with us, follow us, like us, pushing merch, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, guys have watch seen out it. for we're Garrett gonna, Cole. We're going to start pushing out. Yeah, stay the fuck away from Garrett Cole. Yeah. All right, we'll see all y'all. Right. Peace.